Welcome to Biscuits and the Ham. What up, Ham? Oh, hi, Biscuits. Episode 42 coming in hot. Oh, coming in hot. And I have to tell you on the front end, because I think, I kind of was like feeling bad that we are turning into a pod that only covers and just like that, but there's so much going Mm, on that we have to. Yeah. Um, We may talk about it, but we have not watched the newest episode yet. No. So likely we will talk about it but not as maybe i mean it just dropped today so i also give us a minute yeah that's know? true that's true yeah i also feel like you're right yeah that would have been rude to our audience <laughs> i also feel like people though are really responding to it Ooh, so to our recaps yes mm-hmm. uh-huh i'll, I'll get I to that i actually was a listening moment, actually. to a podcast and mm-hmm. they were talking about it and I wanted to like scream through the phone, like, no, you guys are not. You're uh, not getting you it. You don't know what's going uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. First of all, Steve is deaf. Yeah. For in real life. Actually. <laughs> deaf. In case you didn't know, we know. I- we broke R-L. it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I can't wait to, to chat about it. Well, uh, at the top of the hour, it uh-huh. wouldn't be an episode of the pod if I didn't have some sort of geography blunder. Oh. And yet again, here do? I've gone and sticking my big old slippered foot in my Over mouth. Over Finlandia? I don't even care. Carnes calls me. Oh, God. You know, that kid doesn't miss a trick. First, he yelled at us two weeks ago. I didn't even tell you about this. This was priceless. He railed into us about our mics and Um, that if we are not, if we're going to be serious, we need to get better mics. And you need to stop running clothes and start investing in it. was the exact quote. (laughs) Tell Duster to stop running clothes and get a mic. and I, it was, skirts are right off. Oh, God. You guys, her. she looks so cute right now. I can't even <laughs> handle it. And the cutest felty black boots that are up to her knee and above. And this gorgeous <laughs> butterscotch caramel leather skirt that comes to her knees with a little cute tie. And a puff sleeve black turtle no, crew neck. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, she walks in and I look at her and I she takes off her coat. And I said, I feel, I'm going to feel even worse saying this. But... Do you mind if I take my bra off? Because I'm downright uncomfortable and I'm in no, a full sweatsuit. Not at all. Yes. And you are like, no, not at all. I'm just very comfortable in the leather. It breathes like a dream. Carnes, I hear you. I will do some research. I respect you. As Could we- you do some research though? Yeah. Just why don't you us? do something, Ash? What are you doing other than criticizing me? So he rails into me. Tell me what to buy. It's the episode where we were catching up with Jesse and her, you know, um, all the things that have happened. And, and we made her move. I said, look, he said, where does she sit? Can you go downstairs? The echo. And I said, look, we made her move to the end of the table. She doesn't like being on the mic. We're trying to make her comfortable. Yeah. I do rotate it. But she almost speaks more softly. She's a soft lady. Too. Like what? Yeah. In- intentionally? Look, she barely gets a word in around <laughs> us as a friend, let alone on this podcast. So, look, I heard it, but then I went back, you know, never ever mm-hmm. the critic. Yeah. I went back and listened first thing the next morning. Yeah. Got a fresh listen, and I thought, this is not that bad. You know, so I, I so the last episode when I listened to it, mm-hmm. I, at the beginning, I was like, we sound a little low. Okay. And then I was like, but then you get used to it. Like, I just turned the volume up, and yeah. you get used to it. Well, I also realized... Not to be like self-centered, but I do point the mic a little more to me. Yeah. Because your voice carries. It does. And mine is deeper. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my funniest 
things that I say are in a deep undertone. So <laughs> I'm trying to be aware off. of it. So anyways, I yeah. pushed back. Yeah. And whenever this week he called me and I said, look here, mm-hmm. I have feedback. And that is, I don't understand what your problem is because I think it was fine. <laughs> and I think, is it possible that you were in a bad mood that day mm-hmm. and you were driving on the rough Indianapolis roads that aren't fully no offense to my friends in Indy, but there's something hollow about them. Yeah. And maybe you Not good took that out on me a yeah. little bit. And Just turn the volume up. He says that's possible. <laughs> and then he also admitted that his like his his car doesn't have Bluetooth, so he still uses like I did with the Forerunner, the like the cassette uh-huh. tape that then you plug. And I'm like, well, there's your problem. Oh. Get a new car. Yeah. Call me back. <laughs> Bye. Well, so. I don't want to brag, but. We do have, what's our balance? $50? Yeah, no big deal. We just crossed $50. So that'll afford, what, like a half a mic, a quarter of a mic? Yeah, the two For cents good will equipment, take us somewhere. Good equipment's going to be several hundred dollars. I kind of thought both of our husbands would get us mics for Christmas. I know. Davide has a podcast mic for his conference calls. Like, what I'm a nerd. And what a nerd. What if we secretly he swapped said, out his podcast mic for just no mic? Because if it's just you, you don't even need I the mic. I know. He's got a whole setup. He's got headphones. Like, okay. he's, he All thinks right. he's Joe Rogan. Okay, so back to okay. the geography. Mm-hmm. After Carnes admitted, maybe that was a him problem. Okay. We came full circle. Forgiven. You forgiven. We love you. <laughs> and then he said, he. but at the top of this call, he said, um, Cax, your geography is embarrassing. <laughs> and I said, well, no, I just recovered with the beans from Southeast uh-huh. Asia. And he said, um, you just talked about tulips, windmills, and wooden <laughs> shoes, all home to nether- the Netherlands, <laughs> not Norway. And you know what I said? I said, Your isn't point. it all kind of the same thing? Yeah. Don't you feel like Norway probably also has wooden shoes, tulips? That's a, that's a good point. And windmills just based on clientele, culture. <laughs> and Proximity. he said, at this point, is getting downright racist. And I said, you're right. <laughs> I'm offended. And someday we're going to get famous and somebody's going to go back through the files. And, and you're going to get canceled. And I'm going to get canceled. You are totally. Oh, my God. Listen to this. Okay. What do we got? Does Norway have wooden shoes? <laughs> <laughs> An upgraded classic that is made in Norway. The wood clog has a robust and soft sole in synthetic in synthetic so, material with a V-shaped pattern. Yeah, but you know, Kearns. It gives you a light and comfortable shoe with a good grip. They like those in Norway. Yeah. And they know exactly what I'm talking about. Norway's and- wooden shoe with upturned toe. See? <laughs> it's like the Timothy Chalamet shoes. <laughs> Like the ones, the ones Davy and Dave are wearing in my dream. Oh my god! <laughs> Guys, brief break. Laura had this dream like three months ago oh that Davy Day and her boss <laughs> both purchased a pair of very long, very elf-like, skinny shiny. shoes, shiny with a curly up toe. <laughs> Davy Day's were shiny blue, and Dave's were white. I think they were. Oh my god! I agree because I immediately thought it was of us. <laughs> <laughs> that in that same dream, that dream that was the snake was in the tree and like went to yes. bite me. So weird. The toes dream. of the shoe curled all the way up into a curly Q point. They had a heel. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about the heel. I was like, were they pilgrim shoes? Kind of. Like, cool. I wonder if we went back. To, we know when this was oh. the 1400s. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. Or was it the 1600s? 1500s. 1500s. Sounds right. Circle back. Uh, we talked about what if oh. back in the day there's like a 
a sassy pilgrim <laughs> feeling his vibes. It feels more like powdered wig era. Oh, well, yeah. I guess that'd be the same era, though. Yeah, that's in England, it. they did all the powdered wigs. Carnes, correct me when I'm wrong about this, but he shows up at the hanging mm-hmm. and he's like, got his long black robe. So at first you don't notice it, but mm-hmm. then he starts walking through the crowd and they like kind of catching the sun. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Are, is he wearing sparkly purple <laughs> pilgrim loafers? With the curly With a- top? I've never seen a curly toe. Why I never. Why I never. So I Googled this exact shoe because I was just like, this isn't even a real thing. And then I got this really good image and I sent Laura all the images (laughs) of this type of shoe that pulled up in Google. And I laughed and laughed. And then I saw a meme of like a shoe just like this. And it was like, I don't even know who he is, but I feel like Timothy Chalamet would wear these shoes. (laughs) Is that his name? Okay, hard oh left. Uh, so hard sorry left. to Norway or not sorry. No, not Maybe sorry. Maybe Carnes, you make the apology. You the racist <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, couple more things, oh my God. and then I will kick to you because okay. I know you got a full agenda. We do. Um, Mr. Ham, love of my life, he shared a meme with me two nights ago, and I said, "Send that to me." This is brilliant fodder for the pod. It's really a funny statement, first of all, and that it also makes me giggle. In 2022, we're kicking the dude with the Android off the group text. <laughs> We've got enough going on. <laughs> so then Michael says, oh did you hear about this? There's like a new thing that's going on out there that people are calling Apple bullying. Because oh my everybody gosh. with their stupid green text messages. Yeah. Is getting you are out. messing us up. We can't respond to things. We can't like things. We can't love them. We can't ha ha. Mm-hmm. We can't exclaim. And your pictures jack up the whole train. Yeah. So if they you are ruining through. things, you should be bullied. Yes. Get a phone that doesn't blow up on airplanes. Goodbye. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> you are an embarrassment to society. And you think you're doing something, but you're not. We're all embarrassed. Davide you. has a who way. I don't exactly. even know what it is, but he. A who way. A who way. Yeah. Some, it's like we have? it's like not a droid. I don't know. He will claim it's superior to every other phone. They He's always done do. his research. He's like, do. I can customize it however I want. I'm like, what's what do you need to customize? What's, Plug <laughs> and play, baby. It's not my space. Plug and play. Like, <laughs> do you know I just got yeah. a new phone? Uh, I know I like that phone card. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Whole new Upgraded. phone. Verizon texted me and no shame. I was peeing. Yeah. And I happened to be looking at my phone so and they, would you like they texted phone? me and said, You want a new phone? Well, you can trade in your old one. And I was like, sure. Yeah. I clicked on the link. They were like, what kind of phone you got now? I looked uh, in my settings and I was like this. And they were like, so we can give you the brand new awesome phone, $16 more a month. You sound good. And I was like, yeah. And mm-hmm. I like said yes. And they sent me the new phone, a box to send my old one away. It was the easiest thing wow. I've ever done. Talk about plug and play. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Everything that I've ever done transferred yeah. onto this phone. He likes to customize all this stuff and then he'll like brag and be like, well, does your phone do this? And I'm like, no, no and I don't Davide. need it to. I don't, I don't even have an example. I was talking to a client of mine today and I told him this and I said, and he goes, I, I don't have an iPhone. And I go, well, that explains your stupid green bubbles when I text you. I said, what do you got? And he's like, I got like a Samsung Galaxy. And I said, uh-huh. He's like, I just refuse. And I said, you all refuse, mm-hmm. but it's rude to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. We're the minority or we're, not the minority. Mm-hmm. We're actually the clear group of people that's winning this race, and you all need to switch. Look at you being enough. an apple bully. I know. <laughs> I'm all behind it. Bully away, people. Okay. Oh, lastly, last note. Um, 
Beth Owen, Akeisha's mother, and I have been just having the most delightful back and forth. And I will actually say, too, for those that have listened, it's still kind of early, but Mm -hmm. our most recent episode, Caitlin and I had the greatest conversation today. And she was like, it started with her being like, that episode made me think about so much. Really? Yeah. Just the idea of marriage. And Mm. she also doesn't have kids. You know, we, she's my soul sister like that. And, you know, we, we talked a lot about like, sometimes it's not even a choice. It's just sort of where you find yourself and then what you do with it and what, how our marriages are as a result of it. And um, so I do believe that it is inspiring good stuff. I also, um, Beth and I, (laughs) she's so great. She was basically asking for Jenny's book that she recommended. So I sent that to her and then she, Wait, what book was that? Uh, the Secret to Unlocking Burnout. Oh, I see that on your table. Yes. Okay, Burnout. Um, burnout. Yes. So th- we've been talking about and just like that. And I think that this is where my point earlier of like, this is really feeding a lot of people, a lot of friends of ours. You know, Beth and I graduated from college by the time Sex in the City came out. So it's one of those things that I don't even know if we've ever talked about it, truthfully. Because mm-hmm. why would you? But now... Of course, she's watched it all. And of course, oh, also, mm-hmm. she took the personality test. She's me. Oh. I said, I wasn't sure if you were going to come back as me or Laura. Mm-hmm. And I said, and then I said, I called it. She's like, touche. I was like, your heart, or I said, your ego wants you to be a Laura so bad, but your heart is me and you just can't escape it. She's like, you're so right. She's like, I am. Yeah, yeah. So she says, she kind of sided with me on the side of the, um, the Carrie bitchiness thing. Okay. And she said, Carrie's bitchiness is one of the few redeeming qualities of the show for me right now. Hmm, like she's okay. finding it mildly entertaining. Um, she also always gives me a little tip. You know, when I do something funny, she says, nice job on the goose feather bit. She'll just the goose stream, feather bit <laughs> stream of practice me. She also really enjoyed the American Idol combo platter with sex in the city is this a voting yeah, show like, that that's obviously that was my favorite too i've, I've texted Catherine like three times being like but is this a voting show <laughs> like that's my favorite it was really funny it came yes. out of nowhere and we really went with it and i really enjoyed it she said i just guffawed over the angel losing its wings <laughs> um and then she said this so i'm gonna read it all to you um she said i encourage b's best friend sam her mom Kristen." To, I assume it's a her, maybe it's a him, mm-hmm. uh, or they, to listen to the last three episodes of the pod uh, for the, and just like that analysis, copying and pasting her comments below. Ooh. And I, yeah, alert. new listener alert. I said, uh, tell her to listen for a shout out. This is amazing. We're recording tonight. Um, then she said, wait a minute. Do I get a cool nickname? And Beth she said, my favorite is quiche, but that's taken. She said, cinnamon roll. <laughs> and then she said, actually, I'm settling on caption and diet. That counts as a food, right? And then she said, yes. oh, wait, strawberry. I was strawberry shortcake for like five Halloweens because my mother is cheap and unoriginal. I'm on it. Um, okay, so she's strawberry shortcake, which Kristen, aka strawberry shortcake, let me tell you, I also grew up loving strawberry shortcake and everything didn't? in the world strawberry shortcake yes. and a real obsession lord love. and i feel like all the toys smelled so good, good. Oh, i went i entered to win this like room 
entirely decorated with a canopy bed and everything in the world you could think of Starbucks shortcake and I wanted it so bad. Of course, I did not win. Okay, so here's her feedback. Um, she has only listened to one episode because Beth directed her to one, but she said she will be tuning in tomorrow to listen to two more. She's going awesome. to be starting to get caught up. And then, yeah, just go back to the beginning. Yeah, just start, start at the beginning. Also, shout one. out to, to Andrea. Love you, mean it. We saw them for dinner on Saturday. She's watching. She's telling all of her friends to listen. She said... She wants to be your best friend, and she has a girl crush on you. <gasps> Let's and, do it! Yeah, I Let's was like, wow, friends. just imagine if you met her. Okay. <laughs> so, Strawberry Shortcake says this. I listened to the entire thing. Notes and everything, I think. A, all-inclusive vacations, definitely better with friends. I mean, I haven't been on one with friends, but we went to an all-inclusive spot for a honeymoon. And kept saying, would this would be really fun with our friends. Um, big. Call 911 in all caps. Don't let him just walk into the light. That irked me. Start pounding on his chest. Stick your heel in his throat. Put a straw in it and make an air hole. Do something. Do something. I felt that. And that line really tickled me. <laughs> Stick your heel in his throat. Um, speaking of random air holes, which is something you would see on Gray's, which is an mm -hmm. excellent point, shortcake. Um, I also agree with the hatred of Callie on Grey's Anatomy, which was played by the actress who now plays Jay Diaz, the unfunny, kind of annoying, but maybe I'd still be friends with her preacher. I say preacher because one of them, Laura, uh, put it perfectly. Her comedy act was more like a sermon. Mm -hmm. She is kind of hot, though. We agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that maybe she is because, like, that's so not my type. Mm -hmm. So if I were going to go for that i would want them to be sort of like rough and tumble like mm -hmm. that but i don't know okay. i think she's pretty yeah they's pretty mm -hmm. i don't even feel like i'm supposed to be calling her she which is hard well, you could okay. be referring Anyways. to the actress that's true is, but is the actress not buried I, I don't know i think okay. okay anyways okay uh show as a whole is way too woke the diversity is forced upon the viewer rather than just getting to know the characters organically Stanford deserved more. Mm -hmm. The podcast producer. Let's see more of him, please. He's hot with two T's. That's um, what I'm saying, Shortcake. I know. Yes. I will still watch the show. I want to hear the review on more episodes. Um, and then she says, I will tune in tomorrow now that I know there's more and listen to all yes. of them. I'm making you say that, Shortcake. Uh, <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Totally agree with whomever said that she doesn't believe in them. Setting yourself for, up for disappointment. That, that is me. You. And then she said, lastly, I love that I know who Keish is. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know cranking out those banger titles. Mm -hmm. The Keish. Um, so I want to circle back to Carrie's bitchiness. Yes. Because the podcast I was listening to that is yes. not as well informed. I got more feedback from Beth, but I got to download and, and share it another time when we're talking more about it. So keep okay. going. Yes. Um, but they... They were talking about Carrie's unlikability mm -hmm. and like the fact that she just seems completely disinterested in what's going on in her friends' lives. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that she, like, why aren't you more aware that Miranda is this miserable? Yeah. You know, they brought up the fact that when like Miranda called her and was kind of like, I did it. I told Steve, like, Carrie really didn't have a whole lot to say. And then when Miranda's like, I'm going to Cleveland, like, yeah, I told just was wackadoo. <laughs> Carrie's like, okay, like, wouldn't a good friend be like, Hey, Miranda, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't do that. Are you sure? Yeah, I um, would have stopped you. 
I would have been you. like, hold on. Because you're a real friend. On my way to LaGuardia. Yes. And been like, no, no, no. Yeah, so this is one of your best friends that you're supposed to love. That's a good point. Who, by the way, they are waiting on you hand and foot. This woman is a millionaire. How many times over? And her friends are having to care for her. Yeah, why didn't she pay for the a clock? nurse? She paid for that nice yes. hospital room yes. to sit in her, her in purse. Her so it's like you, they bend over backwards for mm -hmm. you. And you could, you are so disinterested in Miranda's life, which is falling apart to the point where you have no response to her saying she told Steve. Yeah. Other, I mean, I think she said, how do you take it? Yeah. And then. You don't try to stop her when she's acting like a total buffoon running off to Cleveland. Well, here's what's so interesting. Yeah. I know. I had a sidebar with the Pancake Sisters yeah. and Michelle about this. And Michelle. Did I get kicked off that chain? Once upon a time, <laughs> I was on that chain. Okay. You're on it. Wait a minute, Pancakes. <laughs> no, I'm not anymore. They're probably thinking, I keep saying to them, you guys have to come back on. Yes. And they keep saying, tell me when. Yes. And I keep saying, Next time. And yeah. then I keep forgetting until we're in the middle of recording. And then I'm like, I'm serious. And then Stacey's like, I'm not trying to horn in. I'm All like, right, you're Stacey, not I'm putting in. it in the notebook. Yeah, we'll circle back. Add me back to the chain. Though. Yeah, yeah, get her back in here. <laughs> Sometimes it veers off into other things. But yeah. So That's we're funny. talking about it. And it was like almost this revelation um, for, for my sister. And I can't remember which pancake mm -hmm. was with me and which was with my sister. But like. To me, she's always been selfish. This is nothing new. True. She think about the bullshit bagels. Think bagels. Bagels. Um, you know that she brought Miranda when Aiden rescued her off the ground after seeing her naked and her neck was pinched in half, and Carrie just showed up to like whine about her latest trauma with Aiden that wasn't yeah. even a thing or how he's ignoring her or whatever. Like, she's always to me been super selfish. But I don't mind it because she's my protagonist. Like I want it to kind of be about her. But here's the thing: I feel like when think about think about the dialogue at all the lunches and all the yeah. dinners over the years, when someone's going through something, she's in she it. will ask the yeah. questions. Like yeah. she is totally self-involved and flaky, and it's all about her, which was charming. Yeah, that used to be charming. And then they and said this: they said she literally played my husband died, I win. My problem's bigger than your uh -huh. problem. So she you did can't do complain that. to me. She did do that. She did that. You're right. It was kind of funny though, wasn't it? It was funny. It was a good thing. And I get it. I mean, I get the humor in it, but I, I like that exchange. Actually. Yeah. yeah. We I I agree, but in hindsight, I'm kind of like, you're right. Like, when does Carrie redeem herself as any sort of likable person? Well, and so I, we're far, being I just see it in the hats. But, yeah. I also feel like maybe. It'll play out. Because I used to love her, even with I all know. of her I bullshit. I love her still. I know. I don't like her right now. I mean, I'll always love her, but I don't like her. Well, I do think that um, you're right. I don't like the angle of, like, my problem's the bigger problem. Yeah. And I also feel like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, has she even asked Charlotte how she feels about Rock? Yeah. How's that going, by the way? Yeah. Miranda, like... Are you sure you want to get on a plane and embarrass yourself? Right yeah. Now? But I also still go to bat for her in the sense that it has been a year, but grief is certainly not linear. And, yes. and I think that we can all get into the trap of feeling like at a year we should be normal or others that have hurt should be normal. Yes. And I've, you know, that's not really realistic. So I allow a certain amount of like, 
she can't quite get it up because of the grief mm-hmm. and this is all she can muster. But I will expect her to come back yeah. before. We got to see or her again. I'll be picketing and riding. Mm-hmm. Well, and I do think like I put myself in like just thinking about friends, mm-hmm. you Davide, like people that have lost parents, people that God, you lose a spouse. Mm-hmm. Like that is a pain that I've never experienced. So mm-hmm. honestly, if I was bitching to, to you about something trivial, yeah. I would probably laugh if you said that, but I would expect you, I'd be like, fair. Yeah. But I would also expect you to be a good friend in return no, to me I'd probably and then talk be me like, out of flying well, actually, to Cleveland. Actually, I'm tired of talking about it, so let's yeah. talk about you going to Cleveland. Yeah, but just promise you talk me out of flying to Cleveland. I, That's all I'm saying. Laura, do you not know well enough to know that at this point I would be like, Joke's on you. I'm in your suitcase. <laughs> I thought this might happen. You're like, what street are you on yeah. right now? You're not going to. Yeah, and them. I'll just like pull straight in front of you perpendicular on the road yeah. and be like, ma'am. Yeah. I don't think so. Turn around. Yeah, turn around. You go back oh. home for now. Um, okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, good dish session. Beth, I will be circling back with more of your feedback because she had a lot of good chime-ins and yes. she's with us on all of it and also found... The, the further conversation about the marriage and all of that really good and interesting and like it's something I've wanted to talk about yeah. for a while and I'm glad it came up because I think it's one of the most shocking things to me about being a grown-up yeah truthfully is when I was little I just assumed if you were married then you loved each other and your life was great yeah. And I just never even accounted for the fact that like these are real people having a real relationship yeah. and things get messy and hard and complicated. And so it's, you know, I think it's good that we talked about it. I was glad to hear from a few of them that like, this is a good topic and really yeah. interesting. I think we should keep talking about mm-hmm. it for sure. And I think that, you know, I was actually just listening to this podcast. They were talking about toxic positivity mm-hmm. and it kind of, it kind of tied into what we were talking about because I said to you, like, I feel guilty that I'm not yeah. happier. Like I got everything I said I wanted and why, why am I not happy? Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of toxic positivity, especially now, I think it's like a COVID thing. Yeah. Like it's really come out of the pandemic is there's this pressure to be happy, this mm-hmm. obsession with being happy Like you should feel happy all the time Mm -hmm. and you should feel this immense joy all the time. And then the second you're not, it's like there are all the, all the self-helpers are are shaming you for it. Mm -hmm. You know, pull yourself out of it. Like think good thoughts, like blah, blah, blah. Like, which I agree with optimism and positive Mm -hmm. thinking and all of that. But the idea, I think it kind of ties in, like you're not going to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. Every day you're going to have hard days. You're going to have days where you question like, is that all there is? That all there is? is, that all there is? Um, you know, I think it, it was interesting. I was talking to a, a coworker today, and she brought up like the idea of like it's five degrees mm, here in so Columbus, cold. and she always pictured herself living somewhere warm. And like, what does that look like? And maybe it's time. Mm. And you know, it somehow segued into like relationships and marriage. And it was like I can't remember the exact context, but I responded to her. I'm like, you know, yeah, we expect one person to fulfill. Everything, everything for the rest of our lives and like that's the societal norm and that's what we've all signed up for is it realistic i, I mean it, you feel like it has to be because you can't you know, there's you know what are the options i don't know caitlin and i were talking about this and i said i think that but you know even though it's not necessarily by choice i think i was like i feel like we're kind of like the original renegades in some way with not having kids because i do think that um there's a shift that's happening yeah. with kids these days about marriage, about mm-hmm. children, about, 
And in some ways, I think it's a good shift because we were all for a very, very long period of time locked into this order of, you know, Jenny talked about this when she was on with us, like there's this natural order to things and anything outside of that feels uncomfortable for people. Yeah. And I think that not even in a bad way, it's just, I heard it over and over again with people with kids, like this idea of like, yeah, it's never the right time. Yeah. But you just do it. And then it's the best thing you've ever done. And yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And like, there's almost this, it's like everybody's perspective guides it. So yeah. if you have kids, you can't even imagine what it's like to not have kids or what that would be like. But yeah, I do think these new generations are probably going to delay all of that a bit more in some cases and start to weigh all of it more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that'll end up being a good thing. And maybe it'll end up being a bad thing. Who knows? Yeah. Who's to say that the the part, the biggest challenge of marriage isn't that you, you know, I know I've continually changed and Michael has too. And my only hope is that we can just keep changing in the same direction mm-hmm. decade over decade. But, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely something that's very hard and, and there's a lot of pressure on it. And I think, for my friends that have gone through divorce, it's really hard when it doesn't work out mm-hmm. and you feel like such a failure or like, what did I do? How did I just, you know, let this one thing that I had to have right work and it's still just people yeah, doing the best they can. Yep. And so I'm glad we're talking about it. I think it's really important. I think I, one thing I was saying I've always appreciated about you is we always are real about it. You know, mm-hmm. you love your children and you love your husband and you love your life, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. Right. And and it doesn't mean I don't think about what, like, other alternatives. Yeah, the like, road less taken. What out? would it have happened yeah. if I would have, what did we decide you were going to do? Pharmaceutical sales? Run yeah. the world? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think it's really common to do that. And I've even thought of, to your point about, you know, moving in, you know, I've thought about even, I said it today in a call, you know, why I'm building a house in Ohio of Mm -hmm. all the places in the world. I don't know, but I got my people here. Because we're all here. So this is my life and this is my world. Yeah. But there's a lot of that, I think, that I've like, not wrestled with in a huge way, but in a small way, like I was going to never be in Ohio. Yeah. That was never part of my plan. And I came to Columbus because I couldn't find anybody to move anywhere exciting with me, but it was a temporary. I was not going to stay here. And somewhere along the way, I decided this is my home and I love it. And yeah. Okay. We don't have beaches or mountains or whatever, but I got beautiful people that I love. That is true. And, um, but it's funny, like, you know, Michelle and I laughed and laughed when we went to New York. She'd never been. And I just went for the first time like five years ago and I'm obsessed and I was so excited to share it with her. And for months afterwards, she would text me and be like, it's like I'm having an affair. I'm on Realtor.com looking for apartments on the Upper East Side being like, well, I think we could afford that. And I'm like, I get it. You guys are going to run away Because what if we had gone there when we were 22 or I was 22 and she was 28? Like, we would have moved there immediately and never returned and our life would be totally different. So you have to have faith that your life went the way it went for a reason. I also think if you haven't listened to that South African podcast I sent you, no. it changed Jesse's life. In case you don't know, she like loved it. She's like, Catherine, what a treat. Thank you. I'm like, it was so good. He talks a lot about that though. And it was really, it's why I decided to send it to you guys. 
he basically talks about the feeling of goal setting Mm -hmm. and how there's like a, a mental trap in there where you hit the goal and you should feel good because you've been doing all these things and planning for all these things. And Mm -hmm. this is what you've been working for. And it still feels empty. And that's what he calls when you, when, you know, you need the soul connection, Mm -hmm. S O U L you need to go inward to go outward. Mm -hmm. And they also talked about, and you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the phone, weirdly, um, they were talking about Dante's Inferno. I don't know if it was this episode of this podcast or a mm-hmm. different one, but the host that I love was saying, you know, I haven't read that book in a million years and I haven't either since high school. But she said, there was, um, there's this really cool part that's jumping in my mind where like, um, you know, the guy, Dante, I'm assuming goes down to hell and like the devil's like, go to the bottom of your pain. And he's like here and he's like deeper. And he's like here and he's like deeper. He's like here and he's like deeper. And as he starts going deeper, he actually starts coming out Mm. and heading upwards. And it's the idea of in order to heal your pain, you have to go as inwardly deep as you need to go to recognize it all. And then you can move forward and heal. Mm -hmm. So there's something in this chase or feeling empty when you have all the things you want, or thinking about the few little things you don't have and the 15% that we've talked Mm -hmm. about, where um, I think it's really good information to just start thinking about instead all the ways you are fulfilled, Mm -hmm. all the things you do get. And it doesn't always have to be from your spouse or your children or your best friends. You know, you can get those things that feed your soul from all of those people. Mm Yeah. But you have to listen to that guy. He was brilliant. I will. I loved it. I will. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yes. That was a, a wonderful warm up. Yes, indeed. <laughs> per usual, I was like, I got 15 minutes on the top end and then you go and here we sit. Well, I'm going to kick us off yes. with, first of all, for brunch today, for brunch today, we had a little North Star treat. Hearts in my eyes for my grill. Uh, she picked up North Star for us. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Columbus, she definitely Columbus be a sponsor. favorite. They're only in Columbus, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Local restaurateur. Yeah, everybody loves them. They also uh, are tied to Third in Hollywood. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. That's what we've talked about. Third Our in other Hollywood. favorite restaurant, favorite brunch spot. Um, so Laura said, "What do you want?" I said, "I've had a hell of a day and I haven't eaten. Just get me something." Yeah, I don't even care. So Catherine got a burger. I got Their a burger. burgers and are amazing. It was amazing. so good. It was the best it's ever been, actually. Yeah. It was delicious. Sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. What's that dip that you It's like a, like a garlic aioli, Gosh, some sort of herb yummy. in there. Mm-hmm. It was because it was kind of green. It was like a herb garlic one. Am I breathing in on you? No, but okay, I, I feel garlicky, but we cancel each other we, out. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Even, yeah. We can't smell. It's meeting in the air. And yeah. because we ate it together, our breath is a family. It's, <laughs> <laughs> our breath is a family. <laughs> but I got to tell you, the ease in which. Oh, I got a salad with okay. arugula, beets, Boo. goat cheese, uh-huh. macadamia nuts, Ooh. sliced radishes. I had those. Them what chicken. kind of radishes? Those pretty ones. They were like the like the rainbowy. They look like watermelons. Yeah, they have the green edge. They're, They're so pretty, and it came with a sunflower pesto, Ooh. which was delicious. And I had chicken on it. Those are two of my and favorite like things. A, sunflower like pesto, like a balsamic vinaigrette. It was delicious. Okay, okay. Um, but I have to tell you. The ease of the delivery situation, it was curbside. Okay. So I just rolled up, sat there in my car, oh, I brought didn't it right know out that. to me. Yeah. 
Okay. It's nice. Do you know that they also deliver? No. On their website, if you go to their website. No, I don't. I don't do delivery unless it's JT's. <laughs> unless it's JT's. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Yeah. That, I support that, actually. Um, But do you remember the time when- we... doesn't deliver to me. You know this, right? Oh. That's so the you dedication have to go that do I pickup? have. That's why I go on Sundays, because you can't oh. do the- They deliver in your car, too. Yeah. Which, most they of the do. time. Yes, that's correct. Unless they're not working in- That parking lot gets crazy. It's always very unclear. That's my one complaint. Like, I need, I think, I need a sign on the door that's like, yes, we're bringing out your pies. Yeah. Or no, that girl's not working. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do I do? Because I always sit there like, well, other people are sitting in their car. But I feel like I would have seen her come out. They're just always so busy. They're so busy. Because they're so good. Freaking hit the jackpot over yeah, there. they need to start listening to us. I'm actually going to give them a sticker. Yes, good idea. I'll plop them all over the counter. Um, so do you remember, though, the time we went to North Star with me, you, and Jesse, and they loved us until they hated oh my us? God. <laughs> you guys, that's might be the most trouble I've ever been in. Okay, see, I wanted to ask you if you've ever been kicked out of anywhere. They, I, I mean, I felt like they wanted to kick us out. And we were just being guys, a delight. It was so weird. Tell them the story. <sighs> okay. It was just the three of us, right? Just the three of us. And you guys were drinking white wine, ice, white wine and yeah. I was drinking iced coffee per yeah. usual. Uh-huh. But it was like I had 12. We were having <laughs> a great time. It, and I think we got food. We had. We did get food we, yeah, for dinner. We had our drinks. We sat down. We were having a great time. We were in this tucked away booth that wasn't even near anybody else. Yeah. That we specifically selected. Remember, we were sitting on like, excuse me, the long tables, and we moved. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, that's a private booth, and we're gonna be too and loud. We can be loud, and like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we went over there, and at first. And by at first, I mean for several hours. Yeah, was it was a waiter, right? Not a waitress. I'm trying I'm to not, remember. I can't remember. I but they remember a, they brought us the pimento yeah, cheese. He loved us, and he was like, "You girls are so fun. I just love this." Like after we'd already eaten our meals and been there for two hours, he brought us pimento chips or pimento cheese and chips, and was like, "You guys are awesome. I love how much fun you're having. Enjoy this on the house." And we were like, "Oh my god, great." Okay, they close at what? Nine, ten, maybe. ten, maybe. Yeah. So at like, okay, let's say the close of ten. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't even know. I think it might be nine. At like nine twenty, when there were still like six other tables in the restaurant, and the restaurant is very large. We were at the one in Clintonville. It's very spread out, and it's mm-hmm. very tall ceilings, and there's just a lot of room, and there wasn't even anybody sitting close to us. The waiter, who initially loved us, came back to us not with pimento chips and cheese. Mm-mm. Not with a peanut butter cookie, but to say, in fact, we've actually had a lot of tables complain <laughs> because you guys are being really um, obtrusive and interruptive. Who and was? We, and we were all like on our glow of the free chips and cheese and feeling we like we were great. probably putting on a performance, stepped it up, thought everybody loved us, grabbed a mic, and I don't know who was complaining, but I shot dirty looks at these people that were at least... 25 feet away yeah. and they were not looking at us like not bothered at all so then we started speculating in hushed tones after getting yelled at is it maybe the kitchen because we yeah. were right by the kitchen we were right by the kitchen uh, did we offend someone what were we even talking about oh, we were God. all we blacked out we didn't know what we were talking about so you were of course mortified and wanted to leave immediately yeah i was like let's go i right was now. defiant yeah. and i was like no i'm drinking this wine i paid for my dinner like 
per- what? Jesse I'm a paying like, customer. If they expect me to leave, they better have a to-go cup. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, all opposite sides. I literally grabbed my coat and I was like, okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, right you now. were like, like I wanted out. to get out of there. But Laura had had just enough wine. And yeah. She got Cleveland in the most lovely way. And mm. this was like, I will not. And I shan't not I be shamed. Not. I'm, I'm an adult. How dare you? A grown up. Yeah. That's paid good money <laughs> and a tip, I believe, yeah. on the front end. Probably providing great content yeah. for everyone to listen to. You're welcome, kitchen staff. <laughs> so anyways, then we're all mumbling and not even making a scene because we're so like, what the actual yeah. F just happened? And he comes back to us still a clear 15 minutes before the restaurant closes and says, actually, we're just going to have you guys go. Yeah. We need to close you out. We need to, we need to close you out. As though we had been doing vodka shooters and ripping off our shirts. Is that the only time you've ever been thrown out? Asked to leave of establishment? I think so. One time, Ashley and Neil and Michael and I, after a tailgatey Saturday, did try to go to BW3s on campus, uh-huh. and Ashley was full oh. soul. Oh yeah, and she got up in the bouncer's face and and you know was just like, "What do you need to see about me?" <laughs> and he took one look at her and he said, "I don't think so." Yeah, and then we we're went across the street to Wendy's because we were hungry, and Ashley proceeded to be even more defiant because they wouldn't let us in B Dubs, and like cussing out anybody with an earshot, being like. Whatever B-dubs on campus, <laughs> like I'm not good enough. And then throwing food at Neil because she didn't like his face. Oh, no. So I kind of got where they were coming I from. Was, it made me think about the story I wanted to tell it tell it to all our friends <laughs> about when we got kicked out of Blue Gator down in Athens. You, uh, you weren't there, obviously. No, but You remember the tale. Yes. So have I told this on the podcast? No. Okay. No. So there was this band that would come to Athens a lot called Ordinary Peoples. Uh-huh. And were they, they were anything cool. but ordinary? They were anything but ordinary. Okay. They were kind of like like rap, hip hop, but like played instruments. You know what I mean? Had John Legend CD come out yet? And were they copying uh, that song but trying to put an edge on it? Like it, but no, it I think they I think they came out first. Okay. okay. But they had been to Athens a few times and we went to see them and we like loved them. So they were playing at this bar called the Blue Gator. Okay. And my sister was in town and we were all excited. We got Tara there early. Dana. Tara, of course. Uh, this is this uh, is how this, this goes. This is how this goes. Um if it's it was Dana, a, we might not be both in this a situation. good night and a crazy night. So. so we're standing, we got there early so that we could be right in the front. Mm-hmm. And it's a really small like college bar yeah. with like a little like elevated stage in the corner, but it's not like a venue. Right. You know what I mean? It's not but we but we got there, we posted up, we're right in the front. <laughs> And as the bar, every time you're at a concert with your sister, I always get happens in period. How about the time I got in that fight in Bad Band of Forces? It just had to get in that girl's face. That was not what you would expect at Band of Forces. No, you didn't expect it. You were just trying to have a nice time. Was asking for it. She will save that for that was in Cleveland too, right? No, that was here. Oh, but she didn't know I was being really nice and she didn't know until she, she thought hoped. you were being, yeah, she thought I was nice. Yeah. And that's where she, and that's where was she wrong. wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my leathers? <laughs> I'm not nice. <laughs> so we'll save that for next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are posted up. We're right in the front. The, the bar starts to fill up uh-huh. and I keep getting kind of like bumped into uh-huh. and knocked around. Uh-huh. I'm kind of, and it's not, really that crowded but like there's a girl and her boyfriend standing right behind us uh-huh. and i kid you not i hear the boyfriend like egging her on oh no 
like, I don't know if their plan was to get me to move so they could squeeze up or yeah. whatever, but I hear her, I hear him telling her to sp uh, spill her beer on me. Oh no, she didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. And he did. And I told my sister a couple times, I said, these people behind me are messing <laughs> Did Tara just like elbow him in the crotch so, and clock her in the face? So Tara was kind of like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, just, just watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, am I imagining this? Yeah. So I don't, this is how I remember it in my mind. And I have to ask my sister how she remembers it. Cause it, I, there was a moment where she did it again. She spilled her beer down uh -huh, my back uh -huh. and I looked at Tara and we just locked eyes <laughs> and I turned around and I opened bear paw, slapped this dude right in the side of his head with like the hard part of my hand, the, the leathery pole, the open bear the paw. Open I bear got paw. it flexed back. So it's yeah. really hard. She's got her fingers and her thumbs cricked back as hard as she can. She's got that palm. Yeah. <laughs> Look how it juts out. I got to get a picture of that for the pod. Hold on. It doesn't hurt that she's wearing a cute outfit. I will not be in this picture. Back to life. Look, flex it. Let me get the, let me really get the angle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I turn around and I just wallop him. Him. On this, which I him. love. Yeah. Because yeah. he's the one. He's the one. Yeah. But Tara turns around and she was wearing these tall boots with like a really pointy heel turns around and kicks his girlfriend in the stomach no just full-on karate kicks her in the Did she stomach wind up? so yeah oh my god like she like turned and it was like simultaneous like i turn around hit him tara turns around karate kicks him. and they wonder why i talk about playing <laughs> this doesn't happen to me the band stops playing no they're like, get them out of here, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, I didn't do it. I'm the asshole with bear paw on this guy. He said, spill beer on me. Would you, would you have let that lie? Wouldn't you have karate chopped her in the stomach with your sharp stiletto heel? So in the, in the scuffle, Tara was wearing a halter top. <laughs> well, of course she was. And in the scuffle, it Did got she ripped. It no, it got ripped. <laughs> and the bartender has her, or the bouncer has her arms behind her <laughs> with her boob down. Yeah, now. and she's not wearing a bra. <laughs> and he's just muscling her out of the bar. I lost a shoe. <laughs> I lost a shoe in the scuffle. <laughs> March had to go back in and get it. We're standing on the street. I'm crying. Oh, boy, How did you? this happen? Look at my bear fonts. Bruised. <laughs> I'm going to sue. That guy alert. You can't do that. That's libel to spill, spill beer on me. My hair is too thin for that. I can't hold the wetness. I'd be crying too. Imagine me if I were your age and was in, in school with you. I'd be standing at the corner being like, you guys, I just want to have fun tonight. And this all went horribly That's wrong. how I felt. I was like, my sister's in town. We were so excited oh, for this hurts. show. <laughs> what, should, what was I to do? Just let them keep spilling beer on As me? they were dragging Tara out with her uh, arms behind her and her nipple and her boob hanging nipples. out. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> were were her legs kicking? Were the stiletto boots kicking? I she, picture her flailing. She was for she was yelling at the yeah. bouncer like, "I'm going! Yeah. Like, let me go! I'm leaving!" <laughs> What'd she do? Did she walk around that shirt the rest of the night with her boobs out? No, she... the sweetest guy stopped on the street, took his her. shirt off, and gave it to her. Uh, and then did she? And I said it wasn't our fault. <laughs> she did nothing. <laughs> she just went out and altered. This wasn't her fault. They owe her twenty two dollars. <laughs> That came from Red Seal.
field. And it was, it was 22 sure. 92. From Charlotte Roots, Forever 21. That Forever was her 21. jam. That I almost said jam. Forever 21. Yeah, that's good. I said wet scale for you, damn it. God. Oh, okay. Tell me something less funny. Uh, my stomach hurts. Okay. I also have, on a less funny note, okay. well, actually, wait, before I get to that, I have a mailbag from oh, Maria. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yes. Maria, about this. AKA Maria. Melissa Gorga, she sent us an email approximately 12 days ago. Yes. And it was so good to get a mailbag, first of all. First of Thank all. Thank you for that. Maria, we love you. Andrea, shortcake. Girls, yeah. I love you. I see you. Yes. Andrea, I love you too, but will you email me? Yeah. At Biscuits in the Hammock. Tell Laura about your girl crush. Let's do this. Also talk about how much you love me, even though you kind of know me, but now you know me better. Yeah. And like, just tell us what you love. Just tell us nice things. Yeah. Um. But no, Maria has a bunch of feedback, just thoughts, comments, responding to like the last couple stream of consciousness podcast yes yeah so i loved it and i think there's a lot of good little nuggies in here okay so she writes finally catching up after the holidays and happy to hear your voices i think we had taken a hiatus she's such a cute little listener she loves i it. love 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 so much you know i was telling michael <laughs> not to interrupt but when we started this like i wouldn't have even known if maria would be interested in it yeah you know but like I love so much where our life with Maria has gone. I do too. And we got to get that dinner rescheduled. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, So having never traveled during the holidays, I always have wondered how it would be during an already stressful, busy time of the year, Mm -hmm. Um, which Maria, you got my feedback. Not Not worth it. (laughs) Juice ain't worth the squeeze. Um, I'm more prone to traveling either earlier in the month and make it part of my kid's gift or going into the new year. She says, I think every person person should do it at least once and see mm-hmm. if it's their jam or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but she goes on to say, vacations with kids has always been her favorite. Aww. It's an unpopular opinion. She Here's recognizes the thing, though, that. Maria. That's she is, talk about actually. I, I Born to birth. If you two have ever talked about efficiency. No, but she's you, very she's well so organized. organized and efficient and runs such a tight ship. And her boys are always dressed like in a de- like adorable outfits yeah. with their hair we talked about her tablescape yes she just always has her stuff together and i think that she really enjoys yes planning it and experiencing it and the boys are at that fun age now that's what she and, says yeah. she's like it is work but the more you do it you figure out the kinks and it gets easier and i do love my mom and i do this uh-huh. and i do this with hosting uh-huh. like the problem solving of hosting and then what do you do differently next time mm-hmm. and the setup's going to be there and i'm going to pack this and actually i overpacked i didn't need all of those yes. items so we could so there is like that uh efficiency problem solving aspect <laughs> you that love I, an efficient I do love gal. i do love that yeah. um, that's why i tell maria i'm, I'm somebody i want to steal her back to the working world and i'm going to I just feel like that efficiency can be repurposed mm-hmm. for corporate America in a really great way. I think so. She'd be like an amazing executive assistant. Yes. In fact. And actually, get position. in touch with Madam President. Position. Yeah. Um, but I love when she says this. Um, wait, hold on. I missed the spot. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, so she said for, for moms, even though you're going on a trip, your job isn't changing. It's just mm-hmm. the destination. So you still have to pack the beach bag, do the food mm-hmm. prep, put on the sunscreen, change the diapers. Like, so it's still that work, but you're in a new place, nice mm-hmm. weather, blah, blah, blah. Um, she prefers her little family vacations, though, to the big group ones. Yes. She said everyone else's moods, too much to try to please everyone. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to focus on herself. That makes and her sense family, for her, too, it. because. 
she can plan an efficient trip for her family. She knows what to account for. Mm-hmm. No extra strings, exactly. no extra baggage, no extra anything. She can just run with it. Yeah. Now, segueing into what we were talking about, which Maria, psychic connections, we hadn't even touched on this, mm-hmm. but she says one of the ways she likes to recharge and like reconnect with her husband is to go on vacation as a yes. couple. And they do at least one weekend a year. She said it's so important for any marriage. Mm-hmm. Um and and they make it a priority. And then she said, I could go on about tips for traveling smart, but you didn't. <laughs> Hello. Did you not hear? We Circle like <laughs> wait a minute though. I wonder in a travel off, who would win? Maria or traveling Adina? Because you know what? Traveling Adina for my money. Yeah. Here's the thing. Ooh, I worry for Maria. Not that I wouldn't trust Maria mm-hmm. with all of this. And I would be on the ride and not have to do a thing. Yeah. But the thing about traveling Adina is her she flexibility. Does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not True. only does she. But, and she does a research. Yeah. But then when she's in the moment, like she, she just strolling around, <laughs> taking note of what everybody else is doing. Are they enjoying themselves? Okay. Just, you know, yeah. taking a stroll, making sure. Maria. It would probably be, if I had to guess, a little bit of a control freak yeah, about it. You I know? could see that. So a it, little more produced. Yeah, you just have to be like, okay, I'm here for your ride. But I, both good. Yeah, both Strong good. contenders. Both type A, but I do think you're right. Adina is, for, for being as kind of organized and on it as she mm-hmm. is, she is very go with the flow. She's very, um, I watch her with the pool too, and, mm-hmm. and I, I admire her for it too, because they'll show up and- She's done what she needs to do to get uh-huh. to that point. She gets to that point. She sets it down. And then she basically takes the approach of like, okay, you got what you need. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Fend for yourselves. I've done what Tony, I need to do. Alive. I'm blue strolling yeah. and enjoying myself <laughs> because that's what I'm here to do. I certainly will not be running around the whole time. She I'm here really to enjoy does. myself. So I give her credit for her zeal to really just be in it. Yeah. And taking it in. She comes for, she rolls in with a full cooler. She's ready for but all she's of it. Done. She's but then done she's it. done. You've done yeah. like, if you need it, you know where it is. Yeah. I'm in my hat, strolling. Well, Maria, tips for traveling smart. You can make that a follow-up. Mm-hmm. Also, Adina doesn't ever listen to the pod. And every time I'm like, I'm like, we talk about you a lot. Yeah, we just I for said you the funniest listen. thing I've ever said about her being a Scandinavian. <laughs> so it's kind of rude. And we give her her luxurious <laughs> station of luxury for women a shout out, studio. 54 or 34 or whatever it is yeah so she probably should yeah i'm still working on that sponsorship yeah um okay sex because she doesn't listen i do her to Vegas. <laughs> 30 dollars every week it's not hard sex in the city reboot maria's only seen the first episode i wonder if this did is maria still interesting watch the first sex in the city um or did like she watch the series i don't know she should i if she hasn't seen, wait, she says, I wasn't surprised. She wasn't surprised that Big had died. Um, she said it's actually better for the show because had he not died, they probably would have pulled it because of That's Chris Knott's yeah, scandal. Exactly. Um, I don't know if she's watched the original. Can you include that in your follow-up with yeah. the travel tips? Please? I'd be interested, Maria, if you have. And then I would also, if the answer is no, you are welcome to come over and watch it with me and Michael in bed every night. As you know, that's always on the table. He always says no, but maybe yes. if you show up, then we'll get him to do it. But I think you should watch it. I think everybody should watch it. It's yeah. like something that should 
be in your Rolodex of like shows because it's really good. You won't be mad. Yeah. Um, she goes on to say, and I appreciate you taking a controversial stand here, um, but she doesn't want to believe the allegations. I know. And I get that. Um, she says, I know it's naive that I don't want to believe it, but I just hate that the news always comes out when someone makes a comeback or is in the height of their career. Granted, there should be no timetable for when victims decide to come forward, mm -hmm. but just seems slimy on both sides. I've always said being on top, whether it be career relationship or whatever, someone is always trying to pull you down. Being famous is not all that it's cracked up to be. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's truth in what the victims alleged for sure. I'm just annoyed with cancel culture in general. It's gotten terrible. Actually, I wanted to ask you about that. Hmm. The Real House, are you watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Of course. Um, which sounds like a delight. Dude. I, you know, I'm, I'm just done I with the I know you're done with it, game. but when Can that started, I think it was new last year, and I watched it on a lark because I always like to mm -hmm. kind of poke around with a new one. And and truthfully, Michael and I think I think we oh, I watched the first two episodes of the first season and I said, Michael, I think you're gonna want to watch this with me. Let's let's start watching it together. And it's really good yeah. and really a mess. So um, the the lady, I'm just I'm looking it up. Jen even, Shaw is going to federal prison, right? But or, there was a woman who got canceled recently. Oh, Jenny, yes, yeah. What what'd she do? So she um she made some racist comments on her Facebook or Instagram, uh -huh. but it and she tried to write it off as though it was like. You guys, that was a year ago and people change and they're like, well, a year ago is not that long ago. Right. And so, um, yeah, she was also trying to get someone else canceled um, for racist remarks to her. And mm. then she, so it kind of all came full circle and yeah, yada, so she yada. got fired okay. um, for posting. It was during um, like the Black Lives Matter uh -huh. protests and she posted describing the protesters as BLM thugs and violent gangs and reposted memes in support of white lives matter as well as anti-vaccination content. Mm. Um, I so wondered if they'd cancel her cancel. because they cancel everybody. And at the same time, they conveniently only cancel the people that are white usually. So I wasn't sure where they'd go with that, but, but somehow, some way Ramona is still not canceled. <laughs> against because, all odds because she's a treasure because we protect Ramona at all costs you know what we do with Ramona Shh. there's no reunion don't worry about it we're gonna let this lie for a minute two years from now they bring it back I'm all in again Dude. let's watch Ramona go down the hill with dementia because they know I'm in. that woman makes her great yeah, television she's the best television ever and um, they have that girls trip which they yeah. aired on uh, Peacock I think and they took, um, it was Teresa and Melissa from Jersey, mm -hmm. Ramona, Cynthia, and Kenya from Atlanta. Um, who else was in the mix? It was weird. It really threw me. I haven't, I have seen like some of their pictures on social media. It, it took me a few episodes to just shake off the, God, I feel okay, weird watching these people question. interact. And I, I get networks now have this tremendous pressure to cancel people because the, the, people will riot mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. burn down the house. Like mm -hmm. you better do the, do the right thing. Quote yeah. unquote. And I, what she said is terrible. Yeah. So like, that's disgusting. On the other hand, are we really, 
expecting all of these people to be like good people. Well, that's kind of my point. Like, like who, they have money. Who said they're good people or anything else? Like, we're watching them because they're real people that just happen to have a lot of money. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how the other half lives. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I don't think that I ever thought, other than maybe a handful, that I'm like, I think they're actually, like, a really nice person. There's not too many that fall in that bucket. No. And I just, I wonder, like, if if everyone is so focused on being PC and, like, not stepping out of line or not doing mm. the wrong thing and just making total buffoons of themselves. Is it even good television anymore? I don't know. Like at what point are you just, well, that's kind of the thing is it's not. Yeah. That's the place that we found ourselves in. That was um, the point though. Think of like the old, like real world. Think of Jersey mm-hmm. shore. Like it was grimy, offensive behavior and we ate it up. But I also think this is, and I, and this is maybe the point Maria is making with the cancel cancel culture. And I think I've said it before too. Like, yeah, when we just cancel people because they don't represent someone that has a good opinion or a correct opinion Mm -hmm. or a right opinion or whatever the case may be, all we do is like shut down that person and pretend like it never happened. And we miss the growth or lack thereof. Like, you know, if imagine watching her get confronted on TV and how that plays out and you could watch in real time, like, is she genuinely mm-hmm. sorry? Is she genuinely mortified? Think about Stasi. Yeah. Imagine if we watch Stasi Schroeder with Vanderpump Rules like go through that whole my thing. call out and like getting fired. I mean, obviously she got fired from Vanderpump, but it's like maybe she would lose her podcast and just suffer and grow. Think we about would learn her as a character the first couple seasons and what a selfish little brat. Oh, she, she was, was awful. And we loved her. We loved her, but she was not necessarily a very nice person. But all of the things that happened on that show unfolded to her. You know, she got cheated on or boyfriend cheated with her best friend yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And as all of that came out real life and she lashed out at people and friendships fell apart. They also captured it years later when she came mm-hmm. back and said, I was an asshole and I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So I guess my thing is like people, some of these people may not evolve. Jack's got canceled and Jack's, is never going to evolve. I feel fairly confident of that. Why did he get canceled? For similar same, things, probably. Thing. Just it might have even been. Um, it was. It was. It was that because he had an, a relationship. The girl that they like said that girl things he cheated about. on Britney with. I think he had derogative things uh-huh. to say about her, uh-huh. and then he also didn't do himself any favors when at the season finale of last year. He sat in Lisa Vanderbilt's bar and told her that the show would never work without him. He's the star. Mm. He's the one. Which, Listen, to me, he's not wrong. <laughs> to be fair, he's not wrong. That <laughs> show is garbage. Yeah, who's watching that show? I anymore? am. Like, of course <laughs> I am. But Stassi and Jack. The reunion was kind of awesome. She and James it. Kennedy gives me life. Again, not because he's a good person, but he's brilliant TV. And yeah. So well, it's not good. I think, Maria, your point is well taken. Well received. But she said, people can make mistakes and sometimes they deserve a second chance. She goes she goes on to say, but who am I to judge? Because I think Tiger Woods deserves all the bad karma he's received. <laughs> so totally contradict everything I said. Hey, well, ladies. That's how I am about Woody Allen, too. I yeah. agree. She says, I'm on to the next pod. More thoughts coming your way. Maria, I love that you. That was amazing. Brilliant. Brilliant. I keep trying to tell her to come on, too. And she's like, what would I talk about? And I'm like. 
all the all things we talk this. about in real life and Recipes, on the pod and travel tips. She's like, I mean, what do I have cancel to say? Culture. Like, you don't even understand how funny you are. Yeah. Which again, love an unintentionally funny person. Well, she listen, just doesn't even know. At the very least, keep writing the mail. Yeah. Whatever, however you want to participate, we welcome. Um, okay, so final thought for brunch today. And I love our sweet, sweet producer, Michael, because he keeps sending me amazing bud BuzzFeeds. I have like three on deck, but mm-hmm. I have to save them because I must tell you this story, which I haven't even told you in real life. I just realized I was supposed to let Michael know when we had a break so he could order food and I didn't. And I'm oh, sorry for that. Oh my Oh my god! I'm ruining everything today. <laughs> so, I was having a bit of a week. Mm-hmm. Just a, moon? I remember I texted you and I said, "What's the moon doing?" Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, it was a challenging week for multiple. Oh, here it goes. Good. Did you? I get was your so food? worried you didn't get your food. Open it, we up. already get talked about you. I just talked about the fact that I didn't tell you to get food, and I'm glad. What'd you get? What'd you order? Yeah, yeah, we want to tell the friends. Potbelly, not a sponsor, but could be. What'd you get from Potbelly? Italian. The Italian? You know it. You go hot peppers? I got a nice Italian. Uh huh. I like calling an Italian. An uh-huh. Italian. And I also got a cup of chili? No. Chicken nuts? No. <laughs> Broccoli cheese? No. Um, beer cheese? Chicken pot pie soup. Okay. Chicken pot pie soup? Interesting. I didn't even know they had that. I'd get the chili. Yeah, and always. <laughs> and she needed her car with hot sauce and a cracker. Um, okay, uh, the crackers so, are too messy. What am I saying? So I was having a rough week at work, mm-hmm. and I was feeling like there were several things that I was being undermined Ooh, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just... Finding my frustrations growing Mm -hmm. and getting to that place that I do where I'm like taking it personally. Mm -hmm. I'm very confused. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it's like all coming to a head. Um, But the kicker. Love you, you, Michael. Love you, Michael. The kicker was, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep, you know, people's identities confidential, but um, there was a situation where we had a time sensitive decision to make okay. that basically affected my department. Okay. Like it, you know, the, the bulk of, of the not making a decision and not moving forward in the way I wanted to was like fully the impact was on my team okay. by like 90%. Okay. And I felt like I had the decision, like it was my decision to make. Uh-huh. So I made it mm-hmm. and then I looped the group of folks in that needed to know Mm -hmm. um like hey this is what i did just an fyi i was met with quite the theatrical reaction (laughs) that was shocking to me because i'm like we've talked about this and you've never shared this very strong opinion that you're somehow sharing in in a room full of everyone acting like I should have communicated something to you because this is a terrible idea. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And it's in a room full of all men. Mm-hmm. And this person calls in another man mm-hmm. and was like, hey, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think it's fine. I think mm-hmm. it's a good decision. I think it would be fine. Blah, blah, blah. I don't have mm-hmm. any issues with it. And he turns to the other man in the room and he says, well, what about you? Were you involved? Mm-hmm. Did you have this conversation? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, no, but you know, I, you know, I can. Yeah. He's like, okay, well you need to have the conversation then. you need to have the conversation. But in the moment where he deferred to the first man, 
And the first man said, maybe it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. He said, okay, well, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that'll be fine. And then when he deferred to the second man, he was like, well, you need to vet this and make the decision. Mm -mm. Decision time came. I was vetoed by basically the two men that this would impact the least, who really are very far removed from it. And I am back to square one on a project that is, again, time sensitive and urgent. Okay, I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is getting red, so take a sip. Open a window. Open a window. I'm so hot. I just, I guess, at any point, have you asked all of these lovely gentlemen why they care since it doesn't impact them? Like, oh yeah, because why they, do you get all even get a say? Because they've decided it was very because you know, and this is where I'm like damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't, because I I involved them out of courtesy, feeling yeah. like it's it is important enough that um they be they feel involved and they feel bought in. But when I've given you the top two options and mm -hmm. the first option falls through, and I make the an executive decision on option two mm -hmm. because I need to move on this, and suddenly you're vetoing me like that's not the time bro oh. you never communicated that there was a problem with option two and now i'm back to square one and we're at least another 30 days from any sort of progress and it doesn't even it doesn't even impact you my life will continue to be more challenging Hell, because of what you have vetoed that yeah. had nothing to do with you yeah but you've decided it's this important that it must rise to your level like Go do something else. Uh, Laura, I, I, I think I told you this, but I'm going to say it again because it's something that I read, like, and maybe we've talked about it in the pod. Maybe not. I don't even know anymore. It's been a year, folks. Give mm -hmm. us a break. I listened intently. But I read something about how much more men are trusted in the workplace than women. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it in a variety of ways. You know, Congo was lovely enough to write us a mailbag about a girl that did the same job that everybody else did yeah. and got questioned by their customers. And it's just so annoying because over and over and over again, I receive this message. And this, this one article that I was reading was very specifically about people in sales mm. and how men are perceived to be the authority and this the woman that was writing it was basically saying like she was like a vp and she had this little baby child with her mm. teaching him the ropes he was mm -hmm. brand new into the world and they went into a meeting and he knew nothing it was like his first week and she like went through her pitch and did all the things and answered all the questions and then at the end the client turned to the child boy that had just started the job and said and what about you what do you think of all this and he was just like, well, yeah, I mean, I think she makes really good points. And he was like, okay, then let's go ahead and do it. Like, why do men need to defer to other men to know what's being yeah. done or to know that they're in the right or to consider an opinion? It just is being closed minded. And it's, you know, it's that, that unconscious bias that it just exists and like, whether intentional or not, it's misogynistic and you yes. don't even realize you're doing it. No. And we had an interesting conversation too, you and I did with two totally different people that don't even know each other in the last couple of weeks where both and I, uh, both you and I had this distinct feeling that like this person that we were talking to is a smart, educated, you know, white man, 
But like, definitely there was a misperception about what Me Too was about versus what the inequality of Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. is about versus what the where we are in the state of the world with equality period. Yes. And I realized in this blinding, sad moment and not to generalize all white men, but like rich white men don't want to make room for other people because they think that's going to take away from their piece of the pie. And every step towards what we deem as like just making it all equal and on the same page is having in some layers and in some levels, like the exact opposite intent, Mm -hmm. which is like, no one's trying to force our way into anything. We're just trying to be heard as like a valuable part of this world. And you, you know, within your business, you should be able to run the decisions that impact your department. Mm -hmm. And sadly, as your friend, like the learning that I have for you here is like, guess next time don't loop them in. Yeah. You know, sometimes best of intentions just don't go right. Yeah. And it's like here you were just trying to keep people looped in and make a move on something that needed to get done that yeah. was impacting you. And it was instead skewed as a license to reopen the conversation and veto your decision. Well, it's like I had made the decision. Like yeah. I, the, 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 the You're thing, welcome. The thing that's frustrating is like the decision was made and I have acted on it. And now you are stopping me in my tracks and pushing me backwards. Yeah. Like you, I mean, nothing is more infuriating. I, and I, I'm and with you. There's a reason we're best friends. Yes. No, ain't nobody like being pushed backwards more than me and you. I know. Don't you push me back. Well, and, and waste my time. And with no regard for the consequences. And again, it's like, okay, so now I lose another 30 days mm-hmm. on this. Like, it's just, it's, it's really frustrating. And it was really hard. Like I had to go back to my team and be like, yep, sorry. And everyone's like, well, wasn't that your decision to what? Hmm? What like, Rosemary yeah, say? Did you talk to her? Um, so it's so interesting. Um, we had talked. When did I talk to Rosemary? Before it happened. Wednesday morning. I don't think we actually. I don't even think I've even had a chance okay. to tell her about this. I mean, I do think that we talked about um something else that really bothered me, and she did say a couple good things. Mm-hmm. She asked me like what the patterns of behavior were mm-hmm. that like caused me like to find myself in the situation that I'm in with the, with this mm-hmm. other thing that was bothering me. And then she talked about how, like how this plays out and my confusion because I can't understand. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the anger and like taking it personally. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, we're back to stoicism 101 where I really yeah. just need to like find my calm and Realize, like, this isn't about me. This mm-hmm. isn't about me. As much as I want to take it personally, and as much as it sometimes does feel personal and does feel like it's about me, I guess I just have to tell myself that it's not. It's not. <laughs> but I think this is where, and y'all let me now circle back after you talk to her because her yeah. opinion is Gold. better than mine. It is. No. Yeah, You're is. equally weighted. Okay. Well, yeah. that is a very big compliment because no. she's expert level and I'm just striving to be. She's very good. Um, you are very good too. I think that you will, when you calm, I am a big person and I have learned over time that I'm allowed to take time to know how I feel. Mm -hmm. And just because instinctively I'm reacting and feeling a certain way doesn't mean I have to honor that or feel that way or land in that place. So I think once you kind of find your center again, 
revisit it in your mind and look for, was there something that I missed that actually makes this thing that I'm not a fan of, like a better idea, even though it did move me back in the timeline, like, is it better for any reason that I was too emotional to see? Mm -hmm. And if you still land on the spot that no, you made the decision that was right for you and right for your team and you moved quickly and then you just got questioned mm -hmm. and with no real validity, I would have one by one conversations, not all in the same day, yeah. spread them out. But I have each with the individuals that, you know, bother you. And I would just say to the person that needed to get the other opinions, I need to understand why you felt like it was important for us to get the other opinions when that was solely impacting me. Mm -hmm. Help me understand, was I missing something? I've thought about it again. And I still think, you know, I had a good logic for what I did. And then with each of those individuals, kind of like laying out parameters for like, I think as we move forward, inevitably our divisions cross over, our jobs cross over, whatever the relationship is there. Mm -hmm. um, but you're all on the same team and you're all trying to get the same job done. And just be like, I think it's probably useful in light of what happened last week, which is then now causing more delays because maybe we didn't work it out right on the front end. Like, what's our process for things that fall under X bucket? Um, you know, in my mind, if it affects my team, I run with it. If it affects your team, you run with it. But let's like hash that out so that we can move quicker and be on the same page. Well, you better believe I got the stats of course for you the, do. the legit percentages on how much it affects your team, because the comment was made like, well, it's going to, I mean, you're, you're the one you gotta, you gotta be involved. And it's like 7%. Seven mm percent. -mm. He's affected. Ninety-three percent. I don't think so. Yeah. Bring down the emotion. Yeah. Bring down the mm -hmm. anger. When you're calm and stoic, you You think about it again. And if you've made a mistake too, under normal circumstances, I would go back to just to do the right thing and be like, "Hey, you were right about that. Thanks for thinking of it that way." No, just give them that, the you. glory and move on. But I, I appreciate I will not. if you don't want to. Do that too. <laughs> you don't need to frankly so leave it alone let it lie if you still feel like you're right i think you're fully within yeah. your right to revisit that and then lay out parameters that you don't feel undermined by someone who is not being impacted by something that's yeah. what's really bothering you like yeah. you made the decision you made a good decision you stand behind your decision you got all these other people questioning you that don't even have anything to do with it yeah. stay in your lane bro yeah well, and I think like there have been other situations where Rosemary is kind of like, you need to push back and be like, it is my decision to mm -hmm. make. I appreciate your feedback and I will like, I'm giving it consideration, but ultimately it's my decision to make. And I was like, Ooh, that's good. Even I was, she, I'm thinking uh -huh. more like her these days. And I was even thinking as you were saying that even a well-placed in that conversation with the first response of like, what do you think? You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You shouldn't be doing that. This should like, I, you know, take control of it and do the old, hmm, hmm, interesting. I'll consider that and then leave the room. You're still in charge. Oh, boom. boom. That's good. Script. That is good. Yeah. There has to be like, you know, they, they, you hear about this a lot now. Everyone talks about making time to think, mm -hmm. like scheduling out time in your day to just like 
sit in your stillness and think and reflect on things. Mm -hmm. And like, I take all these notes from every conversation that I have with Rosemary. It's like, go to the, go back and read yes. them. Like, I feel like in, in doing that, I will get better at, in reacting in the moment in a way that is in line with like who I want to be as a leader, which is strong, which mm -hmm. is no nonsense, which is fair, but you're also not going to bulldoze me mm -hmm. either. And I also think it will be a really good practice for you to do things like that because then you also get really present in, oh, wow, right at this moment, this is how I'm, I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And look at where I've come now. I have made progress. I feel stronger. I feel better about my decisions. I feel more in line with my truth. And the closer you get to living your best truth as your best you, you love everybody. You mm -hmm. take it all into account, but it's your, nobody can argue with that. Mm -hmm. That's a solid thing that can't be, yeah. there's not an argument for yeah. it. And I think it's, it's helped me start getting really clear about my gifts that I bring to the table areas that I'm not as strong and I don't need to be. Mm -hmm. So speaking of, you got to do your strengths profile. Oh my God. I know I was going to do it today. Yes. My day blew up. As you know, uh -huh. I had plans for it. I got it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, don't you worry. I like it. All right. Well, this was a great episode again. Longest ever. Yeah. Um, but we aim to peace. We sure do. Um, in the meantime, till next time, there's, there's always, always brunch. brunch. <laughs> Wait, what? It's been a while since been Laura been hasn't. Okay. Here we go. Okay.